Hi, hey, Monty. I'm Ian. Yes, I read a lot of books. Everyone reads a lot of books in my house, except my papa. I feel so lucky to interview you. You teach children and also write for children. You are a god. How do you do that? I've been wondering. I teach. I used to teach. I still teach, and I mentor and train and write. It's not extraordinary. You don't have to call me a god, and it is very easy. You know why? Because if you love doing something, then you automatically like doing doing it. So I like mentoring. I like training. I like teaching, and writing is my passion. So, and in doing all of this. it's not just that i'm giving you information or i'm teaching somebody or i'm giving that person knowledge i am uh, i like to infuse everything that i do with positivity and that goes on to the person at the receiving the person who is listening to me the person who is learning from me the person who is reading my books so it's all something that i like to do i'm very fond of doing and i'm passionate about it which is why it makes things much more easier it's hard work nothing comes without hard work but it is good it's a good feeling and i'm a storyteller so i put my training my teaching my writing everything is like a it's like a story so i'm a storyteller when i'm working i'm a storyteller when i'm writing and both activities are great fun let me tell you With underprivileged children, literacy starts with Hindi or the regional language. Can it be English as well? You asked me whether underprivileged children can be taught in English. Okay? Yes, they can. Now there is a problem because they come from uh, challenged backgrounds. You have to understand that they sometimes they are the first people first. children in their generation uh, persons in their generation to even be literate sometimes one parent is literate sometimes none of the parents are literate and it's a good feeling when both parents are literate sometimes we come across very very aware parents very literate parents very educated parents but of course they cannot afford to send them to very you know expensive schools which is why they come to us So uh but one thing is uniform and common in all of them is that they do not have english language as a um primary language in the house so nobody speaks english nobody knows english their neighbors don't speak english their peers don't speak english their relatives don't speak english they live in a locality where nobody speaks english other than you know small names say small names of medicines small names of foods when they go to shops stores doctors etc so english is always a challenge for them now coming back to your question whether they should be taught in regional language i think they should be taught in a mixture of both both english and the regional language currently what we do is hindi because hindi is a common unifying language in our country and so is english english is very very needed if they need to talk to people in our own country it's a common bond between you know the south india north india west india east india and if they need to speak to people who are outside who are from outside the country 
So English is in this modern world, it's a very, very necessary language. So we teach both in Hindi and in English. So it's a kind of a double forked pro uh, approach. You know, we uh, teach in Hindi, uh, majority of the work is taught in Hindi, but that 40% which we implement in English is solid English. So they get a good grasp of English too. So they are able to understand, they're able to speak, they're able to do little skits and poems, and they're able to do their curriculum in English, partial curriculum in English. And of course, as they grow up, as they go up and up in every class, the English portion becomes more and more. And our teachers and people and in our school, we try to implement it even more because we know that once they go back, there will be no English reinforcement. There will be no English practice in the house. So all the practice that they need is done in the, in the class. So it's a bilingual approach that we, uh, we in Pragati, we impart or give to the kids. When I was reading about you, I saw life skills. What are these life skills? How can I learn this? I've been thinking about it for a while. Life skills are mentioned. Life skills are, what do you think are life skills? Life skills are, uh, you know, skills which you need to survive, do well, and have a good life where you are not, you can protect yourself, you're not threatened, and you can have a smart life also. Hmm? So life skills are skills basically of survival. Life skills are used when, you, when, when let's say that you are being bullied or you should know how to um, interact with strangers. You should, you, they are basically safety skills also. It's not just to prove how smart you are, but to keep yourself safe. So if you see somebody talking to you if, you, if you, if you are interacting with someone, then you have to know whether that someone is the right person or not. A person might appear friendly, but the person may not be friendly. And then, of course, there are bullies in every step of our lives, whether we are young, whether we are old, whether we're in school, whether we're in college, whether, we're in, whether we are in office, anywhere. Bullying is a very common human trait. It's not an attractive one at all. And bullies should be put down immediately. So these are the life skills, you know. And of course, my stories are all about life skills. They are, they are good fun. They are fun, magic, adventure. But somewhere when you read them, you realize that you're learning a certain life skills. Hmm? So in Magical Forest and in Red Fire, Blue Smoke, in Man's Best Friend, in A Misadventure, in, uh, you learn how to, uh, you know, differentiate between a, a person who's really a well-wisher or not. Even in Red Fire, Blue Smoke, in Rockstar, you actually realize, the elephant Jami realizes who are his real friends, who are his true well-wishers, and who are just flattering him and using him. In Man's Best Friend in Magical Forest, Doogie is bullied and he, it's, he is really upset after being bullied. And then he stands up to his bullies and he wins over. He shows the bullies that who is the really strong person, who is the winner in the end. It is not the bullies. They are, the, they are not the winners. 
it's little doogie the dog who is the winner so in all these uh, stories whether you are talking about a little girl who's you know fighting the tides a little or or a or a little nightingale or an elephant or a uh, rhinoceros it is always they are learning something on the way and when as the story unfolds you learn these life skills and how how does how do you learn how to you know how do you uh, absorb life skills read read and look around you that's the best thing to do i'm not telling you to read only my stories you can read anything read good 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 reading is the is the window into the world you can learn anything by reading and not just reading understanding absorbing in the right manner and observe people around you observe things around you observe situations around you and then you will realize or understand that how what are the life skills which are required and how do i acquire them how can we from pakdevoli contribute to your noble cause you can look up the website on pragati ngo and there are numerous places where you can contribute to you can offer your skills you can offer your uh, volunteering skills hmm? we need uh, you know uh, stationery books a contribution for a, for the for a child you can sponsor a child so there are many ways in which you can help out the organization where i am working you just need to look up the website which is pragati uh look up pragati ngo and the website will come tell me about the books you written red fire blue smoke and magical forest also tell me about the one coming up i'm eager to find out my books are magical forest and red fire blue smoke till now and they are sort of you know they they are uh, they draw they are a uh, short story collection both the stories are short story collections six short stories in each book and all these short stories they draw on the wealth of indian folk tales on indian folk tales tales from the forest tales of animals of birds and very adventurous little children and through these little tales which are like urban not urban they are like modern folk tales modern retelling of folk tales you learn about adventures you learn about magic you learn a lot about the environment because i'm passionate about the environment hmm and you also learn about life skills and it's good fun because there is lot of magic lot of adventure constant adventure and constant um action which is happening something or the other is happening there is a mystery there is a there is an adventure there is a quest there is a treasure hunt so always something is happening my third book is called otterkey it's actually a very very it's actually a the adventure of the narrator you know it, it's told in a, in in the first person so the narrator or the storyteller uh, he follows the otter king uh, the otter who's the king of all otters to a fantasy world of talking birds and rabbits and there are dancing foxes and stations and platforms which run away or oh, and terrible demons let me tell you 
and there is a lot of magic and a lot of adventure and this is actually a retelling of a very very famous bengali classic written years and years ago by rabindranath tagore you must have heard of rabindranath tagore the very very famous poet uh, novelist literature and uh, our first nobel prize winner prize winner so this was written by rabindranath tagore's uncle and he wrote it for all the children in his household and then he published it as a book and this book has got all the original illustrations which i have got permission from the old publishers so it's a it it has a lot of magic a lot of adventure and it is hilarious it is so much of fun i can't tell you so looking forward to you reading my third book and i really hope you liked i love talking to you and you liked hearing all my uh, opinion and views about everything that you asked me thank you not too many of my friends read a lot of them have been taken away by the iphones and ipads and all that i wish all of them would be readers that's why i like book the bully book the bully makes children readers and if someone is already a reader they guide them to read better it's a children's platform it encourages the readers by featuring them in their podcast where children give reviews on children books yes finally something i like good luck book the bully